Hello, friends, and welcome to the From Busy to Rich podcast. Our podcast exists to inspire advisors to increase their profitability and the quality of their life for themselves, but also for those that they serve. I want to welcome uh, Wes Young. Wes, how are you today? I'm wonderful, Andy. That's great to see you. Uh, Justin is here as well. Justin, great to have you as always. Good to be here, sir. And if you are wondering, uh, what does Justin do when he's here? And Justin helps us tremendously uh, with working through and fleshing out these ideas. And of course, bringing a perspective of someone who, like Wes, is in the field and meeting with clients. Um, and he offers a different perspective that we, we do appreciate. So today we're going to talk about um, an idea that if you're listening to this podcast, you are guilty of. And it's not a bad thing to be guilty of. Uh, most things uh, are bad to be guilty of, but it's an understandable thing. But we want to understand it uh, so that we can change it. And so, Wes, can you um, give us some context for what we're going to talk about today? Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to my buddy, Michael Broderick, uh, who he says the only time I bring him up is when I tell this story. But Mike, it's such a good story and it teaches so many lessons. And Mike will have on the podcast because he's got great ideas too. But let me, let me give you the, the background on the, the, the kind of, okay, this is why this idea is important. So, uh, Michael's an advisor out, uh, of Boston and, uh, we go, we're, we're a lot of part of the, a lot of the same organizations. And we were at a meeting one time that we go to every year and it's a great meeting. They have great communicators, great ideas. And they give you really cool resources like books for you to take notes in. Some of them have speaker notes in them, you know. And so Mike and I got to this meeting one day uh, early and we had our books from the, from the year before. And we just sat down and we were starting to compare notes. And, and you know how you do if you've been to conferences, you, we, we, you know, the good idea, you, you maybe star it and, and you highlight it. Maybe you circle it. If it's really good, you do all three. And he and I looked, we had a lot of the same ideas. It was really funny, like that we had circled, starred, highlighted that we thought these will be next. I mean, these are going to revolutionize our practices and, and really be, really be cool things to add in. And then the fun fact here is neither one of us did any of them. Like, like not, not one single idea that we had starred, circled and highlighted actually made it into the rhythm of our lives. And we just kind of laughed about it. And, and, and that's where, uh, Andy, as we were all talking to, as a setup for this thing, I came across this version of this quote on, uh, on some of the podcasts I listen to, and we've refined it here, but I think it is so relevant to that story and where we're going to go with our conversation. Yeah, and here's the quote, um, paraphrased, tweaked a bit, but the spirit of it is the same, um, which is that you can, and this is in the context of workshops, we're going to talk about in the context of a lot of other things, but um, here's the context, which is that you can go to more workshops that tell you what, to do, but we're going to confront the part of you that still won't do what the workshop tells you to do. So I'm going to read that one more time. You can go to more workshops that tell you what to do, but we're going to confront the part of you that still won't do what the workshop tells you to do. And what I would say is that this is a, the emperor has no clothes, right? This is a um, oh, that's deep. You know, that cuts deep. This is the, the question behind the question. If you guys have read that book, uh, what is the real issue here, uh, that we're dealing with? And the issue is not, and the irony of this, Wes, is obviously that we have lots of episodes 
they just tell you what to do. <laughs> no, we totally knew it. And I think I, those are good. I think you need I, them. Right. And they are, right? Uh, and, and you and I read, and Justin, we read. And the people who listen, if you're listening now, you're the kind of person that you're like, yep, yep, yep. And in and, and our next episode, we are going to be talking about what are the actual obstacles to this. But let's let's talk about the problem as is and how really good intention people, really good intention people fall into this cycle of consumption of great stuff. Like the, but, but, but the problem there is fundamentally it's consumption. So Wes, what are some other areas that this consumption happens of great stuff, but yeah. it's just consumption? Yeah, for, for sure. You know, you, you mentioned them. We all read books, uh, podcast episodes, like, like, uh, what we do here. And hypothetically all- speaking, if someone yeah. were to download a podcast, that's right. In some much- ways, we, we are the problem, but we are the- we're not the problem. We're the, we're like, we're like, uh, just a misuse of a really cool thing. Uh, that's we'll right. Look- that's right. You could use this for evil or good. So. That's right. That's right. Sermon series. Um, you know, conversations you're having with other advisors, the litany of different training opportunities that exist uh, in in our our business. Um, it, it's it, these, these are they're they're things that we we get good. It's like you know what it is to me. It, it's kind of like we're at the buffet, like a gourmet buffet, a really really nice buffet. Yeah, I was in Vegas like two weeks ago. There's some. Yeah, yeah. That's that's not just your your average. We're gonna feed. The masses type of buffet. This it is not, it was not Ponderosa for those rural nuts. Yeah, it's not a it's not conference mass feeding buffet. Uh it it it, it is there's there's basically anything in the world you want. It's also like really expensive, right? So which is which is cool. But think if you if you got the gut buffet and everything is good and you keep just adding stuff to the plate, adding stuff to the plate, yep. adding stuff to the plate. It's good stuff, uh, Wes. It, it's which it's, it's all good. But you one you can't possibly consume it all, and not in one sitting, right? And and so half that stuff that's on the plate, you're you're just you might as well not put it on there to begin with. Mm. And and it, it, hold, it hold on real quick, that's hard. Like because that shrimp's good, man. And that you know, like I mean, just keep going. Like it's like it's, yeah. and I think that's where maybe we start with this is that like we're not saying any of this is bad. And I think that's the hard part is yeah. The enemy of good and the enemy of great can be to be like, you've got too much, so you can't implement. Right. It. But, but that's, I think that's I, like, let's give some grace here. Like, why do people do this? Right. It's because it's not like, gosh, should I eat the overcooked broccoli or the really sad looking green tuna? You know, like it's, it's all good stuff. Right. right. And we don't subscribe to things. We don't buy books. We don't go to trainings that are lousy. Yeah, right? it's a that's the problem. Is it, it used to be where do I get good information, and now it's you're overwhelmed by it, literally. Yeah, and and I we have this idea organizationally that I think is a is a big why, like behind that this is a problem that all of us, if we don't keep ourselves mindful of, are going to continually be a victim of. Is is this? This idea uh, we we often reference in our organization is normalizing the new that um, and I think it's where this problem comes into play and and it's it's this we all have a normal right we have this current way we're going about making progress in life that has led to our current level of success and current level of achievement 
or in some cases, lack thereof. And all of us can have a new, which would be a transformed or different way of doing all those same things. And we like to say organizationally, our greatest opportunities to recognize our future possibilities isn't about abandoning our normal or rejecting new, but keeping the tension healthy between the two. The trickiest part in the world is keeping the tension healthy between the two, because I can get so focused on like getting the next new idea and this idea and this idea and, and, and never actually figuring out a way to, I'm always getting ideas, but not implementing ideas. Yeah. And, and I think that the, the, I mean, there's a couple of core reasons that that occurs. I think it's because of uh, something that, that lives inside of us. We might not acknowledge much. One is fear. So if you think about fear, fear is that, that we all kind of understand that, that to get better, to transform into something that is better than what we currently are, we need to do different things than we're currently doing, right? You, you, can't, you can't have better without change. You can't expect change without changing something. That's right. But here's something I think we subconsciously, it's in there, is if I do it different, what if things get worse? Right. What well, I've got this litany, this whole giant like plate of new ideas and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But, but this is the thing that's led me to where I am. And at least it's familiar, even if it's not ultimately where I want to be. So if I, if I add this new thing in, it might get worse. And, and, and the fear of things getting worse sometimes, if we're not, if we don't view it as like an alarm bell, I think triggers us to, 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 to like defend the normal, even if it's like, no, well, well, I got the idea and therefore I feel like I'm changing because it's on the plate. I'm, I'm not eating it. I'm not eating it at all. I'm still eating the same thing that I already had because um, that's, that's what I know. That's my normal. And I, so I think fear is a big part of that. What, what are your thoughts around that? Well, I think that it's understandable that we gravitate to what we know, right? I think there are some people like I like to experience new things, right? And, but that, for, for most people, you know, I mean, how, how, for those who are listening or watching, how often when you get in your car to go out to dinner, do you go, I want to go someplace I've never been. I want to go someplace I've never been. How often, how often you get in your car and you go, I want to take a route I've never taken. Today is the day. And then tomorrow, I want to take a different route to work every day for 30 days. Like that doesn't happen, right? Like let's try a new church. Let's try a different sport. Let's try it. No, like let's go drive in a different neighborhood to see if we like it. We, no, we gravitate towards, let me try a brand new brand of coffee. I've drank this cup of coffee from this cup. No, we gravitate to what we know. And challenge then becomes, if you're not becoming who you feel like you can and should become, then what are you on to change to get there? And I would submit that for most of us, it's, well, not that much. Yeah. Right. And I would say fundamentally, it is fear. It is, it is, it is a fear of failure and failure is a fear of failure is experiencing something emotionally that hasn't happened realistically yet. Yeah. Right. Right. I I think with that too, the, the real, the reality of, of that fear is in some cases, you're right. It is going to get worse. It's not going to. Or here's the funny part. This is a big one. And, and we could do a whole series on this probably. It, it, it's not going to work better initially because you don't have mastery over it yet. I mean, what was it? Michael Jordan, you know, wasn't he, when he cut from his high school basketball team at once or relegated to JV? Yep. 
And it wasn't because he he wasn't like basketball was not his thing, right? It was it wasn't his thing yet. Sure. To to become when we talk about and you talk about training advisors over and over again for many, many years, and and you're in this world as well. Um some people are like, you know, I tried that, it it didn't. It, <laughs> like, well, walk me through how you tried it. Walk me through right. how it's how going. Long, how long did yeah. you experience that? I mean, I can only imagine, Justin, you know, you've got a military background. I mean, you know, it, do you perceive, have you ever thought about yourself on your first day of training versus, you know, you're, you're, you're actually an elite soldier and to think on your first day to go, I guess I'm not elite. You know what I mean? I mean, it's a, like, it, have you ever thought about, um, and, and what's your mentality around it's okay to be not great at something as long as I know that, um, I'm, I'm going to get better over time. How, how do you deal with not being good at something, but also holding on to, I want to be elite somehow. Cause you've, you've, you've been a part of a very elite group of people. Yeah. That's a. That's a tough question because I feel like so many people have proven pathways to become elite at pretty much anything. So my mentality has always been like, well, somebody else can do it. Why can I? Like I, my level of elite may not look exactly like theirs. Like I'm not seven feet tall. So there are certain things that at an elite level for me from a performance standpoint or capability, it's not going to look the same as Shaquille O'Neal. Like it's not going to. Right. But there are things that I can do to take my capabilities and optimize them to the max potential and to where for me, that's the personal thing and like actually being like at an elite performance level in a lot of different ways in a lot of different areas. And it's just such a funny concept to me because we, we bump into either a problem or a recognition that, that something could be better, whether it's in the practice or whether it's your health, you get on the scale and realize, you put on a little more weight over Christmas than you realized and you, you need to do something. And then immediately what Wes was talking about from a fear standpoint, like we start talking about thinking through all the reasons why we shouldn't or can't do that. Right. You know, like uh, whether it's a time or whatever, oh, it could get worse or like there's going to be this discomfort. Yeah. Uh, and we immediately start to, even if he just bumped into like the fact that there's a problem and or there's something that could dramatically improve my life. Mm-hmm. And then I would justify every possible reason not to do it. Yeah, and I think one of the challenges is that, um, and we'll probably talk to us about this in the next episode, but is is that you know we've seen these uh, as an example. These are fat burning pills, right? Like maybe there's something that exists that's sort of a fat burning pill, but but probably not. <laughs> probably not, right? Yeah. Because what we do know is that if you want to lose weight, there are certain ways to do that, and it's not the same for everyone. But it's not really a mystery. It's not like there are certain cancers that, and I'm sure some people would argue with me on this, but there are certain cancers and certain diseases and it's like, we, we really don't know. We don't know how to solve that one, right? We don't, we don't. But there are certain things it's like, you know, you want to get stronger? That's not a mystery, right? Yeah. You, you, want, you want to have better eyesight? That, that's not a mystery. You know, you, you want to have more stamina? Like, that's not a mystery. You know, you want, like all of these things, it's not, it's just an implementation. And what I find fascinating is, and what we're talking about on today's episode is we're not talking about the thing you do or don't do. We're talking about why don't you do it? Like right. what, what is that thing embedded inside of you? And frankly, I would say all of us that we go, that's not me because some people get over that 
And that's how they go from, um, you know, I think about, I think about, well, I won't give you the specific example, but there's an entrepreneur that I know of and they started just selling things out of their trunk and now they're multi-billionaire. And it's like, what? They, they didn't use their situation as an excuse. They found opportunities. Yeah. And so what we want to confront today is understanding that all of us have this in us to some degree, but you cannot fix a problem that you will not label as a problem. Yeah. But if you're willing to to dance with the fear of things getting temporarily worse, you will not, you will consistently allow yourself to be talked out of not doing the thing that you know, based on a lot of results in front of you, has the greatest potential to put you in a high probability of that ultimate future that you're looking for. The the, the fear, you got to recognize it and say, oh, that's good, because this means it's something different, right? That Otherwise, because learning is not like plugging into the matrix. You're not Neo, right? You, you don't get right. better because you plugged in and they downloaded it to you. Right. You got it. You, you've got it. You got to try it on and get better. And I know, I know we're going to talk about solutions for that in the future, but the fear, fear is just one of those alarm bells that means this might be something really good. If you recognize in you, well, things might get worse. Correct. Maybe yeah. for a while until you gain mastery of that thing to make it better. But it's a real thing, and, it, and, and it's yeah. fine. Can I confront something that bothers me tremendously because it taps into a fear I have that um, I just need to go, I, I know that, but I'm not doing that. But I also make excuses because I feel like it's a cultural trend. But not all cultural trends are bad, which you know is a shock to some people. Mm-hmm. And uh, here it is. You guys know what the topic is I'm going to talk about? Uh, cold plunges. Okay. <laughs> So, Justin, have you done this yet? Oh, yeah, lots of times. Yeah, you need to, you need to listen to, um, oh, Tony Robbins does the, he was in a podcast and talked to us about cold plunges. Yeah. Okay. So, compromising with himself. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Good, good, good. Cause, cause here's the thing. Um, I think this is a great example of like knowing that there's some real benefit to that, right? And like, is there, is there anything more human than body temperature? You know what I mean? Like, is there anything more human than I'm cold, turn up the heat, put on a jacket, I'm hot, drink water, you know, whatever. And yet we're going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to alter my body. I'm going to do what they make movies out of, which is, you know, boys, boy falls through ice and goes in coma. I'm going to pay for that. Right. I'm going to invest in the coma inducing right? Discomfort. And I think that the, you know, and I use this as an extreme example because my gosh, fellas, it is extreme. This, the, as far as I've gotten, this is as far as I've gotten with cold plunges is cranking the shower all the way to cold and putting on the, on my, on, just putting it on like, and I'm just like, this sucks. Yeah. Like this, and you want me to like submerge myself in this? You know what I mean? It's a difference between like my baptism, which was Catholic, which was like sprinkle, sprinkle. And then like, no, we're going to dunk you in the river. So I'm having a hard time with the sprinkle, sprinkle. You know what I mean? But I know it's great. So Justin, let's talk about why we don't do, or maybe why Andy won't do. Like, what is it about things like that that we go, Andy, you know, it's good for you. So what part of you won't do it? Yeah, I think there's a a couple components there. One, one, from a high level, there's two aspects, right? Like, Hey, you gotta you gotta get to a point where you believe that it's 
it's good for you and you need to make the changes and you're willing to do everything. And then the other component from a high level is once you get in there, you have to make sure you don't jump right back out. Yeah. Right? Like if, yeah. That if didn't work. Yeah. You can't let out. Things get worse. You get in for eight seconds. You know? I'm out. Like there's, there's no, I don't think there's any benefit there. No benefit to this. I, my life got worse when I did it. <laughs> <laughs> and even, then let's say day one, you, you did it and you stuck it out for a couple minutes, uh, but, but you never get back in it. Like again, it's, it's something that it has a key. Justin, it, Justin, it didn't work. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's not true. So I think there's a, from a high level, there's those two big pieces. And then from there, like breaking you down to like the specifics, right? Like, Hey, you got to believe like just to get in there, you have to really believe that this is going to benefit you. Yeah. That this kind of and the things are going to make an impact and, and it's going to benefit you. Yeah. Another big one is like, good. And I have the resources. And, and sometimes that's like even like the mental capacity and fortitude to get into the, the, the plunge. Um, and if you don't have one, like getting ice and things like that. So people make that excuse. Yeah. And but, that, uh, listen, and maybe there's people that only have a shower, right? I happen to have three bathtubs in my house and I do have access to ice. You know what I mean? You know, like I don't have wanting your wealth in front of us, Annie. <laughs> you just, you know, who I am. you know, I'm always, I'm, if, I'm only, if I'm only known for one thing on this podcast, it's wanting my wealth. Wanting uh, is no. Yeah, I get that, that ice you know, in your hand. That guy buys so much ice; it's just he, it's just ridiculous. But but the idea is, and I think that this is a good place to start um, in confronting. We're going to talk about the why you won't do the things we tell you to do. Is that you truly don't believe? You don't believe you you. Oh, I but no, you actually don't. You know, there's 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 more doubt there, or there's enough doubt that you go, nope, I'm not. I don't actually. It's I still see too much risk. And the outcome um, that either for me, because I'm special or that those are unique cases that if you don't believe, you just won't do it. And it's the same as, you know, if you don't believe that the parachute's going to open, if you don't believe that the bungee cord is going to, you know, retract and go back up, right? You don't jump. You don't jump because otherwise it's suicide. And I don't mean that in a flippant way if anyone's experienced you know, anything that, you know. but you don't jump. You don't do the, you don't take quote unquote the risk or the adventure or the discomfort unless you feel like there's a payoff. And so I think that's a great place to start, which is why confronting why we don't do the things we, we, we know we're told to do is maybe you really just don't believe. No, I believe. Do you really though? You know, cause I would just say to you guys, just full transparency. I don't know if I, I almost that I'm, I'm being chicken. Uh, I don't believe in the benefits yet. I probably have to do some more research. So Justin, tell me the benefits. <laughs> oh, that's, that's a whole other episode. Well, don't get all like into it, into it, but like big picture. Oh, from an ice bath? Sure. We're keeping it simple, man. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the point is, is, is looking at how you're functioning. You deal with aches and pains, whether it's in your business or, Amen. or in your body. So on the body with the ice bath, like we know that in, everyone talks about inflation and the problems that that yep. creates yep. like within yep. the body. Ice reduces inflammation. Like that's a that's a very basic. Are you sure about that, Justin? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, yes. 
Yeah, so the same thing on the on the business side and what we're talking about here from a belief standpoint is there's a lot of these great ideas that are basic. You know it will reduce your inefficiency mm-hmm. for certain things or certain ideas. You know it will increase your capability. Right. You know reducing your weight, right, like will make you feel better and healthier, but why don't people do it, right? Like there's a lot of New Year's resolutions, but it's the same New Year's resolution every year. Yeah. What's well, what and trade trading, I mean, I love that the way this is said is that oftentimes we, we trade what we want ultimately for what we want immediately, right? And and so I know there are certain things I'm going to do. New ideas are clunky. They're hard. They've never added to your bottom line. And it costs a different amount of energy than what the normal does. Because the normal you can almost do on autopilot. It's a rut you've been in. It's a, it's a, it, it's just mindlessly efficient. Even if it's not going to take you where you want to go temporarily, you're going to have to dance with new in there. And new is going to be less efficient many times in the beginning. Yeah. It is jump. That's the first time you jump in that cold plunge, if you will. It's worse. It's just worse temporarily. Thank you for saying that because yeah. I walk by these cold plunge people and they're like, welcome to cold plunge day 384. <laughs> and they like do it like it's a good thing, which I know it is. But like, can we just like first confront that like, this ain't natural. That's you know? right. That's right. You know? and ch- no, nobody likes things to temporarily be worse. I mean, it is the fear there. I also think too, and, and you could say this a lot of ways, but let's say you're even past that stage. Let's say, I, I mean, I'm doing it. It's going to happen. It's a real issue. The, it, fatigue is a real issue, meaning that we are so programmed mentally to be efficient, meaning yeah. do the thing I've always done it the way I've always done it because- I, I can do that in autopilot. Yeah. New things, creating a new habit, creating a a new um, way forward that has not been a part of my bottom line, not added to any yeah. of the success I've had. It, 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 I can fill any, I could fill up my day doing what I've always done already and still not get to everything on my list in the normal. Yeah. New is like, almost feels like I'm cheating on the real work sometimes because it's not yet added to value to the future that I want to be in. So we don't have like the, 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 the structure, the perseverance, the, 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 the lifestyle to, to have space for new and keep it there. Like there's a lot of reasons you could wake up in the morning and go, yeah, I don't need to do that today because I don't have time or I've got, I mean, I've got to do, get to these real work things. So I think those are just real things that when you see them pop up in your life, you just recognize them what they are and go, this thing is preventing me from what I want ultimately. And I know it's going to be temporarily inconvenient. I know it's going to take away from me being able to run in my normal. And I know if I don't create space for it, I'm going to be too tired to do it. Um, and temporarily, it may get a little worse before it gets better. As long as you're aware of those things, then you can actually create a life that that creates a path forward. And I know we're going to talk a lot about that. We are. And I do want to clarify, can, can I get you to change your, your answer a little bit, though? Like you said, things could get temporarily worse or a little more worse. Like I think they could get tremendously worse. For a small period of time, because like, you know, starting to take lukewarm showers is temporarily, uh, it's an inconvenience. But submerging myself in something that kills people if you stay in too long, I would submit is, and that's as far as like being honest, like don't sugarcoat it. Be like, just to be clear, like I wish someone would just say, it's going to suck. You're going to be miserable for two minutes, but tell yourself that so it's not a surprise, right? And I do, I do agree with that. I think, I think, and we'll, we'll, this will all be next episode stuff, but 
you really do need to ground the scope of the alteration you're trying to make because mm-hmm. a new idea, there are some new ideas that it's like, you're just, you know, you're, you're, you're changing out the light bulbs in your house. Yeah. 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 Need it. It's gone. There's others. You're ripping out the kitchen in the bathroom. That's going to, yeah. that's going to be tougher for a long time yeah. until yeah. it's better. Um, yeah. But you don't want to be beautifully prepared for a world that no longer exists either. Yeah. Yeah. So, so have, understand the scope of the change you're trying to, um, yeah. to, to deal with. Well, I hope this has helped you who are listening or watching be, you know, experience some introspection, you know, um, and, and understand that if you can get to the, to the, to the engine, to the heart, uh, to the foundation of your motivation and your actions, well, you can, you can really change yourself and the world if you can alter that in a positive way. So we hope that today's episode has been a positive for you. Uh, and we look forward to having another conversation where we're going to talk more about um, some of the specific practical things that get in the way of people changing and how to confront and change those things uh, so that you can experience a different future. Wes and Justin, thank you for your time. <laughs>